You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. This is Locked On Royals. Locked On Royals is the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals, the second best Royals podcast, but fastest growing Royals podcast on the market right now. So on today's show, I want to talk about possibly adding a salary cap to Major League Baseball and why that would be such a good thing. Because what sparked my interest in this was what's happening in the NBA right now. And for the NBA, you're seeing a team like Atlanta, you're seeing a team like Charlotte, who has been bad in recent history, bad last year. You're seeing them, due to the salary cap and wanting to spend money and understanding that in next year's free agency class, it's going to be loaded with players, but also loaded with teams who have money to spend. Therefore, you're not going to win the battle with any players. So, understanding all of that, they spend money this offseason. Atlanta brings in Rajon Rondo and Delino Gallinari and... Bogdan Bogdanovich and uh, Chris Dunn, they bring in these free agents to improve their team right now with their young core. Now, in all likelihood, that makes them 7th seed at best, probably 8th seed, maybe even in the play-in tournament, which would be, if you don't follow the NBA, ninth and 10th seed. But they still spent money, they still improved their team, and they still got better. They didn't just stand pat like, say, Kansas City's doing right now uh, in the MLB. The Hornets, they, they draft LaMelo Ball, a fun prospect, an up-and-coming prospect in this year's draft who you've known since he was 16 years old, no matter if you follow basketball or you don't. Uh, they pair him now with Gordon Hayward from the Celtics with a big contract. Some would say they even overpaid him, but that's the Charlotte tax. That's, that's how you have to get an athlete to go to Charlotte and to play for the Hornets. They pair those two guys, Ball and Hayward, with Devontae Graham, who those of you who follow KU Hoops are very familiar with, Terry Ogier, and a good little core there with Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, etc. My point here is that due to the salary cap and due to the salary cap floor, the Hornets made some moves to get better. The Hawks made some moves to get better. And thus, you're seeing excitement around those two organizations. Whereas, if they stand pat and run it back with young players, the excitement dwindles the, the longer you get into that holding pattern. A holding pattern that Kansas City has been in for quite some time in baseball. So, if there is a salary cap, for one thing, I think that it improves baseball offseason as a whole. Scoping out from Kansas City... I think if there's a salary cap, Trevor Bauer right now is on a team. I think if there's a salary cap, that these big free agents, George Springer, is on a team. I think that that, that the offseason will move quicker 
players would sign faster. And on one hand, you think, well, if they're not signing, then that elongates the news cycle. Well, no, it doesn't actually. Because nobody's keeping tabs on Trevor Bauer and George Springer now. But if you knew that baseball free agency opened on December 3rd, for example, and that free agents would fly off the board December 3rd, 4th, and 5th, you would carve out those days to really refresh Twitter, refresh Twitter, figure out all the rumors, figure out all the news and, and notes and everything like that. We don't know if Trevor Bauer's going to sign today or if he's going to sign in February. I mean, Bryce Harper had to wait until spring training. Bryce Harper. Say what you will about the player, but Bryce Harper is one of the best in baseball. And you still gave Bryce Harper the money he wanted. I mean, it ain't like Bryce Harper's playing for free. So you you didn't save yourself any money, but you cost yourself the headlines and the flashiness of your offseason. So I think that the salary cap sparks spending money faster. I think that the salary cap prevents teams like the Yankees and, and Red Sox trying to operate as the Rays and waiting to spend money and, and trying to get as cheap as possible. Um, and, and, and for the Rays and for the Royals and for teams like that, if you still want to spend the least amount of money possible on your roster, and you want to build with young guys and build with the, all this and that, well, if you fall under the salary cap floor, then what you do is, let's say you're $10 million under the salary cap floor, that $10 million that you're short of the salary cap floor will now be dispersed and spread around every player on your roster. They'll get a bonus at the end of the year because your team chose to operate under the salary cap floor. Therefore, it's another incentive to you to go ahead and get closer to the floor and to exceed the salary cap floor. Therefore, you're paying more players. You're creating more excitement. You are adding new faces to this roster. And I think that another thing that they can do, which would be a bit more radical and that is shortening the length of control you have on these players. And we'll talk about that after the break, but first I want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar because Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get 20% off your next order. That's right, 20% off your next order. So they have six brand new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The Bilt Bars are soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside. They are phenomenal. Bilt Bars are great for the health conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. You can lose or maintain that weight. Bilt Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. They are truly phenomenal. I cannot praise Bilt Bar enough for how good they are. And again, my favorite part about Bilt Bar is that if you buy a Bilt Bar, it's going to be what the flavor says. And that's not always the case. If you buy cookies and cream, you're tasting cookies and cream. It's going to be really, really good. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Trust me, you can use them pre-workout. You can use them post-workout. You can even use them as a snack or a meal replacement. They're that filling and that good. Built Bars are incredible. So we are back on the Locked On Royals podcast, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So be sure to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcast from. Uh, you need to listen, though, to tomorrow's show where we're going to be talking about ways the Royals can proceed this offseason. Nothing has happened yet for Kansas City. 
And that leaves the door open for so many moves Dayton Moore can make, like trading away Salvador Perez or trading away Whitmerfield or trying to equip this roster with enough talent to go for this postseason, what I expect to be an expanded postseason. So there's a lot of options for Kansas City, and we'll dive into them on tomorrow's show. But right now, I want to continue talking about the changes that baseball could make, like the salary cap, which we talked about in the first segment. I want to talk about now changing the length of time that you have a prospect under team control. Because right now, you have a prospect for six years. So Brady Singer, no matter how good, no matter how bad he is, he will be, uh, you know, his contract will be owned by Kansas City's contract well uh, for six years. And to be frank with you, I think that that's too much time. And I think that that's, that can cause complacency from a front office because just like everyday things sneak up on us, like it's Christmas already, the six-year mark can sneak up on front offices. Oh, we have Brady Singer for five more years. And the next year to be, oh, we have him for four more years. And the next year to be, oh, we have him for three more years. And then all of a sudden, you get down to that two years left in the contract where his value is going to never be higher because you're, you're going to have two years of control to ship him off somewhere. And his value dwindles as you only give him away for one year, then you only give him away for half a year, to where you, you've ruined all his trade value because you're only going to give him away for two years but also have not built around him, and you're also not equipped to win with him. Whereas if I just say, okay, as soon as you're called up and you play X amount of days, you're only going to be guaranteed in Kansas City for four years. Even cutting it down that, that you know, just a couple years. Four years would say, okay, we're going to call this guy up whenever we are ready to contend and, and, and compete around him. We're going to call him up. You can maybe spend that first year as a growing year the way you did this year, but then the following offseason, you have to start you have to start going for it. You have to start improving your roster. You have to start making adjustments to the way you view the team, or else you're gonna just waste a talent like Brady Singer. You're just gonna waste him. Because I think that it can provide that spark to where Kansas City's not sitting back and saying, okay, well, we have him for X amount of years, it doesn't really matter. Because I've always operated on the exception that if Brady Singer is really this good, right? If Brady Singer is really Cy Young good, which I think he can be, and I've said all along he can be. I've been talking about Brady Singer as my favorite pitching prospect for the Royals since last December, whenever I started this podcast. I think that Brady Singer is going to be the best of the whole crop. Cy Young good. If he is Cy Young good, well then, he's not returning to Kansas City. And I don't want to judge the ownership group too prematurely because they have not been given the chance to show that they will spend money. They have not been given that opportunity yet. However, pitching is the currency of baseball. And if a guy like Brady Singer hits the open market, teams like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, you know the names, will price out Kansas City to where it would not make sense for Kansas City to re-sign that large of a contract. And maybe this ownership group will prove me wrong, and I hope that they do. But to me, you have to operate under that assumption until you're proven wrong. Because we have a much larger track record of good players getting away from Kansas City than we do re-signing in Kansas City. So, 
I hope this ownership group, group proves me wrong, but you have to operate under the assumption that you have five years. You have five years now to win a championship with Brady Singer, with Asa Lacey, with Daniel Lynch, with all these guys. So what are you going to do in these five years to reach that goal? And I think adding a salary cap, again, would help the Royals and teams like the Royals spend money and and improve their team and really go for it if you have to disperse that money anyway at the end of the season. What's the difference in giving the differential between the salary cap floor and your roster payroll to the players already on your roster and to new players to help you win? So I think that that can really help. And if you understand that the timeline, again, if we shrink the amount of time that, that you control a player, if you understand that that timeline is now shortened, obviously it accelerates your timeline to now try to compete and try to win. I think that those minor tweaks to to the CBA and the next CBA next offseason could really help small markets and could really help Kansas City. Look, if you're listening to this podcast right now, if you're listening to Lockdown Rules right now in December 1st or November 30th, then you are a diehard baseball fan who I love. You are somebody who cares about Kansas City baseball. You're somebody who lives, eats, sleeps, breathes Kansas City baseball. To be quite honest with you, you're someone who, if they put out a lineup of the nine worst hitters in baseball and the five worst starting pitchers in baseball, you would be there watching them day in and day out. Even if they purposely looked for the worst they could ever get, you would be there. But think about how much more fun it would be if right now we weren't sitting around twiddling our thumbs talking about well, maybe they'll bring in Mike, Mike, Matt Shoemake. Maybe Matt Shoemake will come in with his career six ERA and turn his career around as a 40-year-old pitcher with an injury history. But instead, we were talking about a B-list free agent. Again, this doesn't have to be bringing in Brady Singer, excuse me, bringing in George Springer to Kansas City. That's not really ever going to happen, no matter what you did to the CBA. Just like LeBron is never really going to go to Charlotte unless they draft Bronny James and he wants to play with his son. But he's never going to go there. But it can help you get that Gordon Hayward-level player. And it would actually be more beneficial in baseball where tanking is not very good. In the sense of, you're not going to get that instant gratification for tanking, so you're not actually going to know if your tanking is working or not. If you tank in baseball, sure, you can end up like the Astros, but the Astros didn't know if their tanking was working until they won a World Series. Whereas in basketball, if you tank, you have that instant gratification. Because if you tank this year and draft Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma City, I mean from, from, from Oklahoma State, he's going to prove to you next season when he's playing in the NBA that he is a generational talent and that you did the right thing. Then you can tank again and draft another guy, and you can start seeing it in real time. In baseball, if you tank right now, the player you draft will not be ready to play and will not make financial sense to play, again, with the the whole uh, club control, will not make sense to play until two, three years after the draft to where if you did miss on that pick, if if you did draft a bust, you're not going to know about it for a long time to where tanking is is not as big of a deal in, in, in baseball. So... Moves like Gordon Hayward to improve you from a bad team to a middling team or an above-average team make a lot more sense in baseball. Kansas City took 30 years to get back to the postseason. They were plenty bad in those 30 years. But they draft Luke Hochaver instead of Clayton Kershaw. 
these things happen. So you, in, in any draft, but especially baseball, you cannot bank on the draft. But especially in baseball, you cannot bank on the draft. So adding the salary cap to improve these, these marginal moves to improve your roster would be a great thing for the sport. Would be a great thing for the sport. If Kansas City was taking each and every offseason with the mindset of, let's improve this team. Because, honestly, I do not hate what they're doing right now. Given the construction of the baseball offseason, I understand the approach of, okay, this year, our goal, we're going to say publicly as a postseason, but privately, our goal is to grow the young guys, give them one more year, and then we start to turn the page next offseason. We start to turn the page next season where we're fighting for the playoffs, going to finish about five games out. And then the next season is whenever we're going to push for the postseason. That, that, that's a three-year window of watching bad baseball day in and day out. Now, we're all still going to do it. I host a podcast every day about baseball. You listen to a podcast about baseball in December. We're still going to do it. But I think it would be a lot more fun if we weren't talking about Matt Shoemake. We were talking about a B-list baseball player. Let me know what you think about the salary cap at Rylan underscore styles. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Royals, your only daily podcast for the Kansas City Royals.